Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of this week's Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. Uh, We have a great show for you today. We'll get to it in just a minute. First, we need to hear a message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF Equal Housing Lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back, and as promised, we have a great show for you today. We have with us Robert Westerfield, or Westy. He is the Vice President of Casino Operations for MGM Springfield. How are you, Robert? I'm great, George. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Happy to have you on the show. Uh, obviously, the, the subject of the day is sports gambling. We want to talk about uh, how this uh, is starting to work so far. We've had this for, for several weeks now. It's been much anticipated. Uh, a lot of speculation as to how this would work in Massachusetts and especially here in Springfield and the impact that it would have. So uh, let's talk all about that. But first, uh, tell people about uh, what you do as vice president of casino operations. Uh, well, uh, I'm in charge of all the uh, table games, the slot machines, the poker, uh, the sports book, anything related to the uh, gambling aspect of the business. Uh, I oversee that piece. And you've been with MGM right from the very beginning. so uh, Yes, I started down in National Harbor and uh, came up here about a year before we opened, actually, uh, pre-construction. Right. Uh, spent a year getting the building together, hiring staff and whatnot and all, and uh, mm-hmm. here we are, almost five years later to the day. And you spent uh, most of your career with MGM? Uh, no, the latter part, the last uh, seven years. Uh, okay. uh, I spent the bulk of my career in Atlantic City. Uh, Atlantic City. Down there for about 30 years, a couple different hotels. Uh, Borgata being the last one uh, I was at down there. And then uh, and then started to make a few moves and got involved with uh, MGM in National Harbor back in 2016 when they were getting ready okay. to open that project down there. Uh, All right. Great project. And then moved on up here to uh, Springfield. Okay. So sports gambling, this has been something that uh, was illegal, I believe, in pretty much every state except for Las Vegas. Did it have it in Atlantic City or no? No. 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 So now we see it in, I'm probably, probably going to guess, more than half the states at least. Um, yeah, it's really grown. Massachusetts was a little bit late to the party, but um, we have it now. It was much anticipated. Talk about the first uh, several weeks of, of sports gambling in Massachusetts and especially at MGM Springfield. Oh, uh, yeah, happy to. I mean, it's been great, George. Uh, like you said, uh, Las Vegas was the only one with it, and now uh, sports gambling has just uh, exploded across the country. Um, and uh, we were a little late, uh, Massachusetts, getting in on it, but very pleased with how it worked out. I mean, we understood all the uh, things that needed to be done regulatory-wise and to make sure everything was, was done properly. Uh, and as it turns out, the timing was fantastic. Uh, you know, we opened up two weeks prior to Super Bowl, uh, which was great. I mean, everybody wants to be uh, up and running for that. I mean, it's the biggest event of the year. Uh, and we had a couple of weeks to get our legs on the wrist, which was great for the staff. And then uh, a little lull for a week or two and right into March Madness, which is kind of like the Super Bowl marathon. It's uh, a good three, four weeks of uh, you know heavy action. So, uh, mm-hmm. so far, so good. I mean, the, the crowds have been great. Uh, the staff has been dynamite. Uh, the casino, there's a buzz in the entire casino. So it's, it's really been a positive for us. 
All right. We'll talk about the, the impact on the casino in a minute. Talk a little bit more about uh, just sports gambling and, and, and how these first couple of weeks. What was the Super Bowl like? I, uh, I can yeah. only imagine it. It, it yeah. is kind of crazy. Uh, I don't know how many different uh, parlays they had and, and how many yeah. incredible wagers you could, how long the, the national anthem will take to sing. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Heads or tails on the coin toss. I mean, it's just a. Uh, uh, you know, it's just fantastic. But the Super Bowl was great for us. I mean, it's the granddaddy of all, uh, uh, you know, sports betting days. Uh, and it was fantastic. The sports book was packed. Uh, you couldn't get a seat. Uh, we have a beautiful venue, 44-foot uh, video wall, uh, an island bar attached right to the uh, to the sports book. So uh, mm -hmm. the experience was just fantastic. The guests loved it. I mean, they went to the window. They made their bets. Uh, mm -hmm. some regular bets and some, like you say, that are, you know, just some of those crazy proposition bets, but, um, to a person, they all loved it and you couldn't get a seat in the room and the experience was just, you know, it was just fantastic. What, what determines how well the house does on a Super Bowl, and how well did your sports book do for the Super Bowl? Uh, well, sports betting is a little different than regular. I was, we look at volume, uh, um, to see, you know, to see how that goes. You want to have a lot of volume, uh, of course, because the outcome you know, it was uh, uh, like the other casino games, math determines the outcome. Uh, this is determined by teams playing the game. So uh, it can be very volatile. You know, you could have a, a good day one day, a bad day the next day. Um, the key to it is, you know, having the volume, which which we were very pleased with. The volume was, was, uh, was great. And then, you know, you wait for the results. But it's, you know, it's a little different than what everybody's used to with gambling because you know, math determines the, the outcome on most of those dice games, card games. Mm -hmm. uh, here you're relying on, you know, different teams and now the outcome comes there. So, uh, and as you know, I'm sure you've watched sports all your life. They can have some pretty tricky outcomes at the end. So, right. Uh, now, if I recall yeah. correctly, and it was several weeks ago now, the, the, the money kept moving on that game. It, it was on the Eagles early. And then towards the end, if I recall correctly, most of the money was on Kansas City. Is that right? Yes. Yes. It balanced out pretty well, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, it balanced out pretty well. I don't know if it's because we were, uh, you know, here in the Northeast, and, and we didn't have a team really involved, you know, Patriots from New York or anything. But the money was, the money balanced out pretty well, um, which is a good thing. You know, you want to have enough money on both sides of the coin there to make everything nice. So uh, volume was great, and it, uh, it really wasn't a clear cut. Uh, uh, you know, if I had to say, I'd say Kansas City was a slight uh, a leader, uh, you know, up here with the, with the fans picking. But um, it was pretty much an even, even keel. So talk about uh, those first few days of March Madness. Now, I yeah. haven't been out in Vegas. I understand in Vegas, this is the the Thursday and Friday of that first weekend when there's all those games to bet on. This is just the craziest <laughs> uh, four days of, of their existence. Is it was yeah. it like that here at MGM as well? Uh, yeah, very much so. Very much so. I mean, it's 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 four days and it's four full days. Um, you know, as big as the Super Bowl is, right, that's 6 o'clock at night, and, you know, people start getting in around 3 o'clock and enjoying themselves. March Madness, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, people were rolling in the building, getting ready for those early games, and it goes right through the night, you know, to the West Coast games. So, uh, like I say, it's it's more of a Super Bowl, but a marathon. Uh, and now repeat that for four days in a row and three weekends in a row, and it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's really incredible. Uh, but it's it's so 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 popular, you know. Everybody's enjoying it, and uh, it's fun to see all the fans with the different colleges and you know, who they're rooting for. Really exciting. You got to in the sports book. It's just a really exciting energy. So uh, again, without getting into too many details, what what uh, is it good for the sports books when you see those crazy upsets of one beating a sixteen? Or, 
I'm sorry, yeah. a 16 beating a 1 and a 15 beating a 2, and I believe there was a 4 beating a 13. Crazy upset. I know it works on the point spread, but yeah. uh, very few people probably would have picked the the underdogs in those games. So. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure a lot of brackets were shot on that first day when, uh, you know, uh, FBU uh, ended up winning that game. So, uh, but yeah, that's good. I mean, it's exciting. It keeps everybody involved right to the end. You know, a lot of people like root for the underdog. As you said, the point spread comes into play. Uh, a lot of times, so sometimes those upsets uh, uh, aren't as upsetting, uh, you know, as they would be. Um, but yeah, that's always good. Anything that keeps the excitement up and you know keeps the room going. And now, mind you, we have a 44-foot video wall with uh, we probably had every game at once, maybe double on some on the screen. So uh, you know, sensory overload. You're looking at you know 12 games at once up on the screen and all mm -hmm. the things that are going on. So uh, it has your attention. Win, lose, or draw. And I'm assuming you, you could bet on just about anything over there. Uh, I mean, it, <laughs> I, the old joke is, a, you know, ping pong in, in, in China, but you, you probably could. if it... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like I said, we mentioned a couple of the crazy uh, proposition bets, right? How long the national anthem is going to take, you know, mm -hmm. uh, is it going to be heads? Is it going to be tails? Uh, but as you start to look into what we offer and what BetMGM offers, it is, it's everything from, you know, uh, pro sports to uh, darts. Uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's out there. It's, it's uh, a few things surprised me that I saw on there, darts being one of them, right? I don't know how you bet on darts, but um, <laughs> I, I don't think well, I want to know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you get into the pro dart league, but uh, that's a whole other thing. All right. All right, this is Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking with Robert Westerfield. He is the Vice President of Casino Operations for MGM Springfield. We're talking, obviously, about the first several weeks of sports gambling in Massachusetts and specifically here in Springfield. Now, this was touted as a huge boon to the casinos in this state, obviously. Uh, they had been lobbying for it openly, uh, pushing the legislators to, to pass this. Kind of talk about, uh, in broad strokes, the, the impact of this on a casino operation uh, in terms of, well, whatever. Let's start, first of all, with, with traffic to the casino. Now, I assume we're bringing more people to the casino, at least we were before it went online. But talk about that aspect of it. Yes, it's really driving traffic. Uh, I mean, like I say, the online piece, uh, um, some people are going to migrate to that. But uh, what we have here is the experience in the sports book. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I say it's just a beautiful venue bar right there, forty-four foot uh, uh, video wall. Uh, but to your point, it, it's raised everything in the casino, um, the traffic and the volume of the people that are uh, now interested in it. Our restaurants uh, have seen an uptick. Our hotel has seen an uptick. The bars, uh, South End Marketing, you know, tables and slots. There's been an uptick in uh, in business and volume in the casino itself, and I think directly attributed to you know more volume coming in. And, uh, checking out the sports book, making their bets, you know, getting a chance to enjoy the whole property. So it's it's really uh, as as good as the sports book is performing, and as pleased as we are with it, I think we're even more pleased with what it's done for the whole property. I mean, it's just really really enhanced the whole property. Hmm. Now, can you talk again, maybe in generalities, because you don't have specific numbers? How many new customers? How many new gamblers has this created? I mean, there, there are some people who may not like slot machines or that that far into slot machines and table games. There's probably not that many people who are, well, there are a lot of people who are into table games, but you know, some people aren't. Uh, sports gambling is something that a lot of people do. 
on the side, whether it's an office uh, pool for the World Series or the Super Bowl or March Madness or maybe something in their own family, now they can take it to that next level. Uh, are we seeing a lot of new gamblers? I guess I'll, I'll put the question that way. Uh, yes, you know, to the naked eye, you know, you, you, I've seen some faces I haven't seen. Um, but to be real honest, to quantify that for you right now, this early in the game, uh, it would really be a guess. Uh, we're compiling all that data. Uh, like you said, I mean, that data is important to us. If it's uh, gamblers that are that are uh, customers with us now, you know, how we want to approach them and, uh, mm-hmm. and market to them. And if it's new gamblers, you know, how to approach them and market them. Uh, but it's a little early in the game now to quantify that, uh, to be honest with you. I mean, to the naked eye, um, it's busier. There's more people in the building. And, you know, I see some faces that I haven't seen before. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's just, you know, that's just the uh, eye test. Uh, as the months go on and we get a little bit more data, uh, you know, we'll be able to tell, uh, uh, is it something that we're offering to our current guests that they're really enjoying and it's more, which I'm sure there's a component of that. Or has it driven a lot of brand new business to the building? And I'm sure there's a lot of that as well. So uh, okay. in a couple of months, we'll be able to really quantify that and get some hard data and uh, you know, be able to come up with some figures there. So okay. I, I, was, I was just curious as to whether these are people who, again, new people coming to the casino. Maybe it's people who were already there who are stopping by the kiosk on the way out and, and mm-hmm. dropping $100 on the Celtics game that night or something. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, uh, I think just, it's a comp- yeah, You're I think seeing it's a more gambling. Yes, yes, yes true. I, uh, sorry to cut you there. I, I, I think it's a combination of both, George. Uh, you know, I do. I think it's the folks that are here that are, that are really enjoying it going, hey, finally, you know, we can bet on sports here. Uh, and I think it's something to the uh, to the new folks that are going, hey, this is something new. You know, I've always wanted to try it out. And to your point, more the casual folks. Let's go bet the Celtics, the Red Sox, you know, who's your favorite player, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And, and which is fun. You know, folks come in to do that and root for their, their own team and, uh, you know, be responsible, not get not get crazy and not get themselves in a, in a bad place. And, uh, you know, have a drink, enjoy the game, walk around the casino, get a bite to eat. It's it's really a really a great experience. So advice for those just getting started, uh, this is a, a little bit intimidating for those who, who are not into it. Um, I assume your staff is working with people to uh, kind of ease them into this and, and, yeah. and show them how to do it. And again, yeah. encourage responsible gambling. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, our staff has been just, uh, uh, I can't say enough about the staff. I mean, they've really uh, done a fantastic job with the guests and, and uh, helping them out, and bringing them along and teaching people and making them be comfortable, really, because to your point, uh, anything new like that, you know, can be a little uncomfortable. Uh, but we also, uh, to add to that, was BetMGM uh, also had a whole staff here. Uh, we call them uh, BetMGM Heroes. Uh, and they had a whole group of people here, a whole staff, just for that purpose, to uh, answer questions, help people out signing up if they needed it. And, you know, just to give everybody a hand and, and uh, really take everything to the next level. So uh, we were very conscious of that, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially, like I said, with new people. It can be intimidating and, you know, you're not sure what to do. You don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, so they had plenty of help and we made everybody uh, very, very uh, comfortable. Mm-hmm. So this is still relatively new. How long will it take for this to kind of shake out before you, you really know the full impact of what this is going to mean? And, and what happens? We've had the two biggest events of the year behind us now super bowl and march madness um masters is coming up i don't know how many people have been on golf but i don't you, you'd be so, uh, oh, George, you, you'd be so, I, i'm sure i would i'm sure i would I, I, 
Rory, Rory, you get Rory McIlroy against the field. You could probably take that bet. I don't. It's, it's, it's. I, I've been impressed to be honest with you. You know, some of the things that people are coming in and betting on, some of the you know different tennis matches or different things that aren't as high profile uh, as you said as the Super Bowl or March Madness. Um, and it's really showed me that, that people really have a thirst, you know, for watching the games and being involved. There's a, there's a, a real strong thirst there. Uh, but to your point of your question, I think you know, after those two big events. Um, it settles in a little bit. You know, baseball takes over the summer. We have uh, hockey playoffs and basketball playoffs will be starting in the next uh, week or so. Uh, they'll run through June. Um, you know, so that's always good. Of course, you know, nothing like the Super Bowl or March Madness. But um, we think it'll settle in and uh, the, we think volumes will be steady. Um, again, it'll start to uptick again, you know, as you get into August and September. Now the NFL comes around and, and you know, of course, that's just uh, that's huge. Uh, for everybody, but you know, in the next couple of months, it uh, it'll settle in, and there'll be a lot of baseball, basketball, hockey coming through June. Um, and you know, we'll be fine. I think it's going to be great. I think it's you know, like I said, to come down and have that experience and watch your favorite team, and you know, throw a couple of dollars on them and get a meal and have a drink. You know, that's good any time of the year, any day of the week. You know, you want to come in on a Wednesday night and watch the Red Sox play the Yankees. You know, put a little bit on it and get a bite to eat. You know, that's and it's exactly what's kind of going on. And that's what we're happy about. It's it's just we don't look at it as it. It's just another piece to the puzzle that, you know, pulls it all together. And it's, it's just another great offering that we that we have here. Mm -hmm. OK, well, I was going to ask you of what we've seen in other areas, but there, there really isn't a whole lot of data to go on. This is new to a lot of states now uh, and especially Massachusetts. We're, we're, we are late getting into this. So we'll just have to see how it all plays out. Yep, certain early indications are, are great. Uh, um, early indications, if, if it you know, continues along this path, which we, we think it will. Um, it's, a, it's a great addition, another offering, and, and, uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's fun for the guests. All right. Well, thank you very much for being on Business Talk. We appreciate your time. We'll have to have you back on later to maybe talk about uh, the, this maybe in the fall as the NFL wraps up again or starts up again, and we can – See, I mean, it, the whole NFL season must be something you're looking forward to, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. That, that's, a, that's a big one. But, uh, All right. Yeah, we're looking forward to the whole thing. Be happy. Be happy to come back on, George. Thank you. Thanks for having me All this right. time. All right. Well, thank you again. And thank you to all of you for listening. This has been another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.